What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Greg, what do you got? Well, tomorrow is a big game for college basketball fans. UCLA and USC play for the second time uh, this year. And there's actually something on the line. The winner will get second place in the Pac-12. However, if UCLA wins and Oregon loses, UCLA will win the Pac-12 for the first time since 2013. I know Are you going to be watching any of UCLA, no. USC tomorrow at 1 o'clock? No. No, no, I, no, what else is there to watch tomorrow? Right? No, no. The sun? <laughs> One o'clock in the afternoon. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, can find, I, I can find a whole lot of other things. Listen, this, this college basketball season is a lost season for it's someone like me. It's not a real season. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just this the same way college football season like just didn't grab the, the casual fan. I don't think of myself as a casual fan with college football, but with college basketball... Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but for me, completely lost season, totally off my radar. Absolutely. You talk about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, sitting up in the house watching games that don't matter. What's wrong with you, Greg? I mean, get a life, dude. <laughs> Come on, it's like, Greg, uh, it matters to Greg. He likes UCLA. Then read yes. it on your phone. Read about it afterwards. <laughs> get yourself some you. FPF 30. Yeah. Go outside. Yeah. I like UCLA too, but I ain't watching that. They're, oh, look at <laughs> that. Laura, yeah, what are you doing, Laura, at 1 o'clock? I'm going to be out. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, schoolwork. Yeah, that's oh. what I'm going to be doing. Wait a second. Schoolwork? I just saw the other day on Twitter, you got a 90 on your quiz, and you were bragging you didn't even study. Forget about schoolwork. Yeah, yeah I don't study, and I do good. That works for me. Unique. <laughs> oh, my my queen. Yeah, I love it. I love what it. What else do we need it. to know, Greg? Or you said that, that the, uh... You're mad at us for poo pooing. <laughs> oh, UCLA I got one for you. And... I got one for you. Today you said, y'all don't need to know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. No, if it's not UCLA, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> to LZ, right, to LZ, you don't need to know nothing because he ain't watching that game. Um, today is National Cheese Doodle Day. Now, as a kid, I loved me a cheese doodle, okay? And for you young kids out there, because I don't think they make cheese doodles anymore, um, it, it used, it's basically Cheetos except a different packaging. Um, it was like in a yellow, orange, and blue packaging, LZ, Scott, right? Cheese doodles? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But weren't it was like skinnier. Wait, I think cheese doodles are um, actually like a, a puffier. No, no, I it think, was skinnier. You're thinking cheese puffs. No, I'm thinking cheese doodles by Wise, right? Yeah. Yeah, cheese doodles. I don't so know you're who's thinking, saying it, but I just think that the cheese doodles are bigger. They're I mean, bigger cheese than the che- are smaller. I think the cheese doodles are yeah, smaller. Yeah, they're smaller. I agree. They're smaller. I, I think they're like smaller. They're nope, I got a picture. And airy. Yeah. I think they're puffy and airy. Do you have a side-by-side of Cheetos versus cheese doodles, Greg? Are they at the, <laughs> I just uh, have com- the cheese doodles. Are they at the picture. combine? Did you get their measurements? <laughs> you get their measurements. <laughs> right. Are they, one they, they look in the just like cheese puffs. I didn't know what the hell these things were. No, no, They're, that's not a real doodle. Cheese doodles. Listen, listen, listen. Cheese doodles are a cheese-flavored cheese puff produced by Wise Foods. All right, so what nah, is a, those aren't the ones. Then they make different ones puff? now, because when I these aren't the same. This isn't the same packaging from when you and I were young, LZ. This is like some like fugazi thing they got going on here. This I don't is know a little fugazi is. over here. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's not. It, they are thicker now, LZ. But it, you and I remember them correctly when we were children. They yeah. were thin, and I bet you someone in the audience will call in right now and back us up. But you got like. Yeah, like Scott, I don't know what kind of cheese doodles you were getting, you know, when you, you were which young. Ones. But the big, these are fat, not the ones I was one. getting. I got the ones that were big, fat, and airy. They kind of look cheese doodles. Kind of look like you know those annoying white things that come in packaging that get all over your floor when you open up a box. 
That's what they look like, like styrofoam cheese doodles. Oh, wait a second. No. They make two of them. Here's the difference. Uh-oh. They make one called cheese doodle puffed, and the other one is called, hold on, cheese doodle crunchy. And i that's the Where one the I was crunchies? referring to. Where yes. are the crunchies? There's two Americas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's the puff, and there's the crunchy. There two different go. Americas. There you go. So there you have it. Now, that's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Nice Play job. Good safe. save, LZ. Good times. There you go. Crunchy versus Puff. It makes sense. Ari Hawani, we love him. He's joining us here. He is the best in the business at covering the MMA. Um, look, UFC this weekend is going to be fantastic. Three titles on the line. Um, but did you ever have a cheese doodle, or did you prefer the cheese puff? I think I was more of a doodle kind of guy. Um, when I think of cheese puffs, I think of Cartman, you know, with the cheesy poofs yes! on South Park. Yes, yes. He's a big fan of those. Um, I mean, this is tr- no wonder you guys are the number one show in the L.A. market. I mean, that is just riveting, <laughs> riveting. Just quality content right is what that is, Ariel. <laughs> yeah. Quality content. I mean, that is you should have heard us last fantastic week. Fantastic stuff. Last yeah. week we I don't live in the LA, so I don't of get kale. to listen all the time. <laughs> And now I know why you guys are top of uh, the market because that I mean that right there in a nutshell was it. Not everybody can make that entertaining, Helwani. You you don't get this kind of entertainment in Canada, buddy. Just letting you know. He's not in Canada. He lives in Jersey. I'm referring to his roots. (laughs) His roots. New York, we got nothing going on here as far as radio is concerned. I wish we had content like that. I'd actually listen to terrestrial radio. Wow. wow. Look at that. The shot at terrestrial radio. We are doing the innovative thing, Helwani. That's what we're doing. Wow, I love it, and it's you know it's a big fight when I get the call from LA to come on to talk about fighting because Lord knows you guys don't call me to talk about rinky dink fights. No, but we're gonna but 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 here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's the perfect day to talk to you, Blake Griffin. We were just having this conversation earlier too. Would you compare him to bacon, turkey bacon, or faking, as in fake bacon? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. well, as a proud Jew who does not eat bacon but loves turkey bacon, my brother, um, it's something near and dear to my heart. Uh, Blake, towards the end of his career here, not a huge uh, player in the league, although good on him for getting out of Detroit, and it seems like he's leaning towards a contender like Brooklyn. Not, I, I think faking is too hard. Turkey bacon would be something that I'd want, and as a Knicks fan, I don't want him, so I'll go with bacon. Oh, wow. Ooh, that was an interesting wow. way to look at it because we were looking at it as bacon is the best because it's juicy and delicious. Oh, so turkey um, bacon, turkey is, bacon is light, a lighter version of that, and that's kind of what he is now these days. Yeah, Where and part so- of the pig does the turkey bacon come from, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so since it's such a big fight and we called to talk about Blake Griffin and bacon, um, we also were mm-hmm. just talking about Deshaun Watson for Kyler Murray I know you're a big football fan, dude. Would you do that? Would you trade quarterbacks? Well, it depends on, uh, I mean, if, if we're just kind of going to come to the conclusion that the Texans have to get rid of Watson. Yes. Of all the options out there, it's not a bad one. If I'm the Cardinals, I do it all day and twice on Friday, 1,000%. I'll tell you one guy who I would never trade Deshaun Watson for, and that's Uh-oh. number 17 for your Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. Oh, uh, here we go. Don't get me started on Josh Allen, the face of the NFL. <laughs> next year, who got robbed this year of the MVP vote. Um, oh I would never gosh. trade Deshaun Watson for that man. I would trade him for you know for, for for I mean for half the guys on the Bills, let alone Josh Allen. But no, if I'm if I'm the Cardinals, I'm I'm 100% doing it. Um, 
if I'm the Texans, I'm looking what else is out there. I'd rather Kyler Murray than Tua, I'll tell you that much. If those are the two options, I'd much rather Kyler. He's taken Tua, and he's going to like it. Wow. So how do wow. you feel since, since we're, you know, we're not going to talk about MMA. And I'm, I'm we will. With that. We will. No, 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 no. This, this is perfect. This, this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect because I appreciate the fact that you said, hey, I know more than just one thing. I had depth. Right. He does. I'm a, I'm a man of substance. He Now, he may be the best at covering MMA, but it doesn't mean that he isn't, as you pointed out, LZ, a buffet of knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. Buffet 2019 well, buffets, not the 2020 Yeah, yeah. Pre-COVID buffets. for sure. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Well, can I just say, I, I want to say two things, and one of them will bridge us to MMA because I think ultimately that's what you want me to talk about. Number one. I just want to say shout-out to my man Julius Randle of the New York Knicks, who L.A. gave up on the most improved player of the 2021 season, an all-star this year who has put it all together at the ripe old age of 26. I mean, what a season. I know you guys, you know, I know he, he plays while you guys are having, you know, lunch or dinner or, or, you know, as we call it in Canada, a senka set, which means happy hour. But this man is balling up in New York. We're going to the playoffs. I'm very excited about all of that. So shame on you guys in Los Angeles, all of you listening. Who <laughs> shame gave up on, on us, Julius Randall, because shame. he is the man. Shame. I, I, I do one. believe the reports are that when we got LeBron, Julius Randall asked to be traded. That's not true. Has he ever has as LeBron or Julius ever admitted to this? Yes or no? Uh, I don't think LeBron cares because he's too busy counting his chips. Mm, okay, has Julius ever met? Who, who are these reports? Where are they coming from? Oh, well, from? I do remember. I do remember that when, yeah, they didn't offer him. He was upset because they didn't offer him an extension because they knew that was the summer of LeBron. They didn't want to commit any extra money that they didn't have to. Um, and then that's when he was like, I'm out. Peace. Okay, so uh, fair or not, seems like a bit of revisionist history from Mr. LZ <laughs> over there. I mean, not exactly what you just said, disparaging Julius Randle's name. <laughs> report, Julius Randle wanted to leave Lakers when LeBron James signed. Next report, Julius Randle asked Lakers Uh-oh. to let him become free agent. Yeah, Next report, L.A. Hop. Who's I'm writing like, these I'm, reports? All right, Bleacher Report, Bleacher Report, which is kind reports? of important. Who's writing these reports? I'm making this up. I'm not disparaging our own people, but I do think we all know there are a whole lot of people that cover the league, and I just gave you the first five headlines when I typed in LeBron and Julius. There you go. There you go. Look at Helwani. I see you. Go ahead. We'll leave that at that. Leave that at that. Let me give you a bridge to mixed martial arts. As you guys know, All-Star Weekend, this weekend, it's a bit of a weird one. Sunday, we know what's going on. Great athletes competing in Atlanta. Great Sports going on, NHL, there's soccer going on. I got something to tell you guys. The best athlete competing this weekend is competing in Las Vegas. His name is Israel Adesanya. He's the UFC middleweight champion. He's the last style bender. He's moving up to 205 to try to make history, to be the first man to hold the 185 and 205 titles. Only four people prior to this moment have ever held two titles at the same time. He's trying to become the fifth. This man, listen to me clearly, is 20-0 as a mixed martial arts fighter. He is 9-0 in the UFC. But above that, he is 75-5 as a kickboxer and 5-1 and as a pro boxer. Oh, by the way, 48-0 as an amateur kickboxer. Do the math. That's 148 victories, and he's only 31 years old. What this man does inside the cage is incredible. He's a generational talent. We don't talk about him enough. And in my opinion and for my money, he is the best athlete competing this weekend, regardless of sport. I hope you guys will be watching. 
And he dances really good. He dances really good, too. Way to sell it, dude. That's great. Um, is he a guy, because did I not read that he came from New Zealand where they're not really dealing with COVID? They have had zero cases, and this is his first time out of New Zealand. Does that sound right to you? Okay, well, he's originally from Nigeria. He currently lives in, in, in trains in New Zealand, in Auckland, mm -hmm. New Zealand. Um, of course, if you you know read the news, you know how strict they've been regarding COVID-19 and quarantine. He has left uh, a couple times, in fact. Uh, once he fought in Abu Dhabi in September, once he came to Las Vegas to corner a friend of his. But the sacrifice that these fighters from New Zealand, there's, uh, there's three of them fighting on this card tomorrow. Another one fought a couple of weeks ago. is pretty remarkable. Consider this. Um, a guy from New Zealand, from his team, fought in Abu Dhabi in late January. He had to leave 11 days before the fight. He fought on January 23rd on the Conor McGregor card. And then the first flight that he could get back home was a month later, so February 23rd, because the way it works in New Zealand is you have to pretty much, like, book a ticket, and they have, like, certain slots that allow you to go back, and they won't just let anyone come back because you have to be able to stay in a hotel room for 14 days in strict quarantine. So he, had, he lost his fight, had to stay in a hotel room, stay in Abu Dhabi an extra month. Now he's currently in a hotel room. He hasn't seen his family in almost 50 days. That's the sacrifice that he's making in order to fight. Now, Izzy will be a little different. He got an early ticket home, but when he goes back to Auckland, he's going to have to be in a hotel room for 40 days, like a small hotel room, not be able to leave, not be able to see his family just to be able to fight. So it is remarkable when you start talking to these guys who live overseas and the stuff that they have to deal with in order to just make a living right now. Ariel Hawani is the best in the business at covering MMA, and I love that he's trash-talking. I love that he's cutting promos for us here. Like, if this right. was uh, AEW or WWE, this is why we love him. Um, all right, Amanda Nunes is on this card. I, I, I don't want to – look, I, I don't want to compare her to Rousey because it, it's a different phenomenon. Like, there's not, it's not even close. But in this particular case, I feel like Nunes is a way better fighter than Rousey was. And because of that, I actually feel she's just – almost impenetrable as far as like trying to beat her you know what I mean like it, it is it is really hard to get through her defense and then of course she's amazing when it comes to her strength so is there a woman that could compete with her and is that woman the woman she's fighting this weekend first of all she is a hundred times better than Ronda Rousey ever was of course she she smoked Ronda Rousey in less than a minute and, and that was obviously Ronda's last fight, but she's a much more well-rounded fighter. She's incredible. She's right now considered the greatest female fighter of all time, and I would agree with that statement as well. She's fighting a young woman named Megan Anderson from Australia who's pretty good, but the problem with the division that Amanda Nunes fights in, 145, she's also the 135-pound champion. She's, she's one of those four champions who have won uh, in two different weight classes. The problem is there aren't a lot of 145ers, and so they get pushed a little too soon in their careers to fight someone like Amanda Nunes. So it's almost unfair to Megan Anderson that she's in there with Amanda Nunes because she's just not ready right now. So I suspect Amanda is going to win. You know, we, we tend to talk when we see dominance in the fight game. Oh, what motivation is there left for this person? What is there left to prove? All this stuff. I say hogwash to all of that. Let's see her dominate for 10 years. Let's see her rack up as much money as possible. Let's see her just kick everyone's behind. I like seeing excellence. So I'm not trying to push her out of the sport. You ask me who's out there? Well, there's a woman who fights for a league called the PFL, the Professional Fighters League. Her name is Kayla Harrison. She's a two-time Olympic gold medalist in judo, only American to ever win twice 
gold medal in judo. She fights for them. She's relatively young in her career. She's only been fighting for three years. She could be the one to beat her. She's that darn good. She comes from the same discipline as Ronda Rousey, judo. Of course, Ronda won bronze. She won gold twice. She's not quite there just yet. But if I'm looking at the entire landscape of women's MMA right now at 145 and 135, she would be the one who I would say, you know what, one day she could be the one to take down the great Amanda Nunes. Hey, this, this is, is kind of cool. This is definitely uh, an exciting, uh, you know, bill. But Amanda really fascinates me because she's also fighting the same weekend that Clarissa Shields, who arguably is the greatest, mm-hmm. the best bo- female boxer uh, out there. I know some people think it's Katie. Well, you know, that's that's a debate to be had. My question to you is, do you believe that the general public is now ready to embrace female combat sports en masse, or is it still a curiosity? Well, you know, it's funny that you bring up Clarissa Shields. Great point. Uh, she actually was signed by this PFL organization, and they're trying to build towards Kayla Harrison versus Clarissa Shields to fight in MMA. So she's going to do right. MMA and boxing. Like, her next fight after this one will be an MMA fight, um, most likely. So you bring up a great point. I would say, and why one of the many reasons why I'm proud to be a part of the MMA community is for all the faults that the MMA community may have, and you could say, like, oh, it's Neanderthals, it's barbaric, the MMA community has accepted women's fighting and, dare I say, women's sports way quicker and, and way more so than maybe all the other sports, probably except for tennis and golf. I would even argue more so than you know basketball fans. Consider this. You, you, let's say we have a doubleheader on ABC and, and the first game is, is Lakers versus Celtics and then they follow that up at Staples with Sparks versus Liberty. Does it get the same kind of buzz? Do the same kind of crowd stick around for that game? The answer no. is no. But you can have a card with 11 fights on it. Ten of them are featuring males, and the main event are two women, and no one bats an eye. No one says that I'm not getting my money's worth. No one says that this is lesser talent or lesser competition or anything like that. Women in MMA have been accepted long before right now, and you could thank the likes of Gina Carano. Ooh, just got oh, cut off. And you know what? There you go. You just got cut off. And last thing, um, you realize that this is her first fight since she became a mom. And so you talk first about barbaric mom, sport. Yeah. It's her first fight since she became a mother. Kind of cool. Why do I always have bad cell phone connection every time I come on this show? I have no idea. Maybe I, because I, you, you talk sucks. about the Knicks like they've won a championship. <laughs> in the last I, I get so fired up. I get so fired up. What do you know about 1973 when we beat the Lakers? What do you know? What do you, know? you weren't even we born. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've watched enough. Um, okay, here comes Willis, and the crowd goes wild. He I didn't even play the whole game. <laughs> Come on. Walt Clyde Frazier, put some respect on his name, okay? We're, hey, right here, clip it off. Knicks will win a championship before the Lakers win their next one. How about oh, that? Oh, get out of here. Oh, you've been you saying that for like mind. the last 10 years. I'm hey, just going to go have a, go have a good night. for your Miami Heat, oh, all right? So, down on the same goes for your Heat. They ain't oh, even making the playoffs, all right? Stop. Go Alan have a Houston, great night. Ancient history. All right, Good night. Shabbat Shalom. Have a great night. We love you. Take care, guys. Thank All you. Right, see ya. There he is, Ariel Hawani. <laughs> He's a crazy person. <laughs> Knicks will win Coming a championship. Talking about the Knicks. The Knicks. Yeah. That was the yeah. worst part about working for the magazine. Right. Being in a space that's supposed to be covering, you know, relevant sports, and everybody's a Knicks fan. <laughs> it's like that's counterintuitive, people. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. I want to talk about a conundrum on the horizon for the Dodgers, despite how awesome it is that they may have fans in the stands. There is something that they may have to think about from a roster perspective. We'll get to that 
in two minutes. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Daria Hawani. Cap, I'm going to go to you to tell people how they can win this Papa Shot at 640. Yeah, it's coming up pretty soon here. And I will just say that for those of you that have been with us since 355, you've got the clear advantage. Yeah. For those of you that are just tuning in, doesn't mean you can't win because it's the last person standing. Whoever answers question number five of today's pop quiz, you win the Papa Shot. And I would encourage everybody to go to papashop.net. It's a $369 Laker basketball Papa Shot. It's awesome. You're going to love it. But you got to keep listening to win. And the people who were listening early, they got the advantage. But if they flame out, whoever's next, you could take it all home. Oh, Craig Mack is done. That's the cut. Can we get a reboot? Yeah, can we get one more time? Because that's a really good song on a Friday, especially. It was actually the first time I found that there was a brother living in London. (laughs) I didn't know he was over there like that. There you go. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, brothers with, with British accents, you know, it was always kind of a weird thing. Like, you know, Lennox Lewis, I'd be like, yo, I think Mike Tyson's going to kick Lennox Lewis's ass because of that accent. And then right. Lennox Lewis kicked Mike Tyson's ass, and Mike Tyson was after the fight going, I'm sorry, Lennox. I'm really yeah. sorry, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You, I, I'm, I'm going to let know, you do the Mike Tyson impersonation. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not doing yeah, it's not that. very good. It's an attempt. Yeah. It, well, listen. you know who, too? Billy Ocean. He was Now, he was half. Uh, he was from Trinidad originally, but he grew up in London. Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, young kid in Detroit, poor, don't know the world, obviously. And it was just sort of like, wait, why is he talking like that? What hood is that from? Is, he, <laughs> yeah. is that Oakland? Where is he from? <laughs> Because all I had was America. I didn't know, you know. I had America and I had fake African accents. No matter which country you were from from Africa, you all sounded the same because that that accent was pretty much universal for a long time. Yeah. So it was so weird to hear, like, a brother who was just like, and then all of a sudden it was like a floodgates. It was Soul to Soul. It was, uh, yeah. you know, what was it, Craig David is its name? Yeah, Craig David. The African accent you no, were talking Craig about. Mack. I'm sorry. That, that was the Craig one. Craig David is the actor on The Office. That well, was the one, the... though, from Zamunda. That's the accent from Zamunda. Wait, who who did uh, fill me in? Craig David. Oh, Craig it was David. Craig David. You're right. Yeah, My bad. Go. Yeah. What's the actor from The Office's name? Which one? Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Thank you. Yes. Oh, him. Yes. There we go. There we go. There's Craig David. You're right. I confused my Craigs. It's a lot of Craigs um, out there. There are. A lot of British Craigs. It's really popular. They are, and, yeah, well, right. There are a number of British Craigs. Craigs must be very, Craig must be very popular still. Craig is uh, the new John. 
There is not a lot of. They don't make a lot of Craigs in the U.S. though anymore, do they? Craig's and Greg's get confused in the U.S. A lot of times you got a friend named Craig and somebody introduces them, and then the next thing you know they're calling him Greg, and it's like it's Craig, not Greg. And so, yeah, so I, I don't know that, that uh, there's a lot of Craig's left out there. Shout out to Craig's. Shout out to Craig's. Who's your favorite Craig? Ooh. Mm. It's got to be mm. Saban, right? Hmm. I mean, if I, you know. I used to like Kilborn, you know, for a minute back oh, in the Kilborn day. Kilborn was good That's for a good. few minutes. Yeah, Craig Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. Ferguson. Like Ferguson. Not as much Ferguson though. I like Kilborn, him, yes, because see, Kilborn, I remember, you know, started on Sports Center, right? So like, I, I remember watching him on Sports Center. Think that guy's really funny. And then when he went and started doing the late night show, I was like, or actually, he did the Daily Show first. Wasn't he the mm. original host of the of the Daily Show? Could be, could be. You might yeah, be on something here. Yeah, and then he here. went to CBS Late Night. Yeah, um, right. and I was like, "Yo, he was funny on Sports Center." I didn't realize he'd be that funny. When, right. When well, he and it didn't last TV. very long. And now he's got this very weird Craig Kilborn like Instagram page where he's all about who, how cool he is, and how suave he is. It's kind of weird and creepy. Yeah. That, that, that sounds creepy. What yeah. about Craig Mack? You guys remember Craig? Oh, Mack? Craig Mack. I mean, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. Um, <laughs> so let me ask you this. Wait, hold on. I te- Greg, uh, uh, Cap, do you know who Craig Mack is? Well, I kind of just glossed over that. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I, feel, I sensed yeah. that, yeah. and I was going to let it go, and I was like yeah. going, ah, it's Friday. Why not pick on him a little yeah, bit? Yeah, go ahead. Go okay. ahead. All right. Okay. All right. What about Craig Jones? <laughs> you don't know Craig Jones. Craig Jones? How about Craig Smith? You guys know Craig Smith? You guys familiar with his work? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know He was Craig in that one Smith. movie with Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> He was the cashier in that one movie about the people. Yes, that's we just, him. We just cleaned out the Jeopardy category of famous Craigs. Okay? Like, famous <laughs> Craigs for 500, Alex. Yeah, we, already, we cleaned that category out. Now, let's go to famous Clayton's, as in Kershaw. And, you know, look, we've spent some time talking about how cool that Matt Stafford's coming here and, you know, they're friends and whatnot, and they go way back. Um, but we kind of glossed over one thing that Clayton said this offseason. When we were talking about how awesome it was to get that burden off his shoulders, and now he's a champion, he deserves it because he's one of the greatest pitchers of all time. But, you know, he did mention he didn't want to retire after this year when his, when his uh, contract is up. And I'm starting to wonder, LZ, look, he is paid like a top 10 pitcher. Do you believe his performance is worthy of a top 10 pitcher? Uh, based upon last season, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I felt really comfortable with him last season. Here's the problem. It was like, what, a third of the season? Mm-hmm. So basically, we got like mid-season Kershaw in the midst of a postseason. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, I don't, I don't want to call it fool's gold, right. but I am definitely am just cognizant of what I witnessed in the postseason last season versus the performances of the previous postseasons in which there was an entire season being played. Right. That's true. That is the short season helped Clayton for sure. But, Scott. you know, Kershaw pitched today. He went two innings. He struck out two. He didn't give up any runs or hits. Um, I wonder if, and this is something we talked about earlier today with Jerry Hairston. I wonder if a Kershaw who's got the monkey off his back, Steve uh, Steve Young style, you know, remember Steve Young won yeah, the Super yeah. Bowl? Okay, right. get the they, monkey off the back. He right? had Gary Plummer, the linebacker, tell him to take it off his back. Yes. You nailed it. Right. So, yeah. I wonder if Kershaw is refreshed, rejuvenated, um, if he's got that pressure off of him and can go out there and just be Clayton Kershaw. And, and LZ, your point about a shortened season, fair point, okay? 
But I, I just, if we're looking into the future, Clayton Kershaw is one of those guys that if he has a great season this year, if he's if he's Clayton Kershaw, I think you got to resign him and pay him. Pay him? What do you mean by pay him? Because we just Kobe'd him. Well, you know what? Answer that. Um, you know what? No, let's just do it. We can go a little long here, and we'll play the game after. Go ahead. Answer the question. I think that a guy like Clayton Kershaw at, what is he, about 33 years old right 30, now? One, two. Okay. So if Clayton Kershaw has a just Clayton Kershaw kind of season. 32. And if by chance the Dodgers repeat, I think Clayton Kershaw can get a two-year, 50, two-year, 60, two-year, 65, whatever the going rate is. 65 is even more 65. than what he got last time. Yeah, no, 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 no. See, this is what I'm saying. You, we've already Kobe'd him. Now he's being greedy. Well, I mean, listen, you look <laughs> at And by the guys, way, his birthday is March 19th, so he's going to be 33, Scott, so you were on the money. Okay, so, so you it. got some guys, like, like, think about it like this, like Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter got a monster contract when the Yankees weren't his Yankees anymore, mm -hmm. and they paid him. You mentioned Kobe. Kobe got the reward contract. Um, could Kershaw, you say he's already gotten it, but, but at 33, could he get another one? And whatever the going rate is for a top ten pitcher, if it's if it's thirty million a year or thirty two million a year, I I think Clayton Kershaw is your guy. But, he may but not George, be even your number one guy. George, the the the, the adjective to be Kobe is a one time contract. You're not supposed to double dip a Kobe contract, right? But but here's the difference. Um, I I would say that despite Clayton, we've seen that he's a different pitcher, okay? He's not blowing anything past anyone anymore, okay, necessarily. He is pitching, okay? And I think if he masters that part of it, and he had a 2-1-6 ERA, granted short season. But I, I think to your point, LZ, this season is a big litmus test to see what he has in the tank for a whole season. And I think you're going to have to really make this come down to the wire and just see what the season looks like before making a decision. But I'm with you. Even if he has a good season, I don't, I, I'm not willing to go more than two years at a time with him. Yeah, two years seems like, like, like that seems plenty. That's a I, lot. It is. And, and listen, again, we talked about Blake Griffin earlier tonight. We said, okay, look, does he want to go someplace where he can win for less or does he want to just chase the maximum amount of money? If you're Kershaw and you've made generational money to stay with the Dodgers, might you take a quote-unquote hometown discount to stay and finish? Now, if he wants to take a discount, that's a different conversation. But we were talking to be kobe which means you bring it in the bag at the tail end when you may not be that dude anymore, but it's a thank you for being that dude for so long and years right. prior. And, and that would be the contract you mentioned, which was like 60 or 65. Anything right. more th for two years. Anything right. more than, anything more than, I think, to be honest, you know, 30 is is a lot. Speaking of 30, it is 6.30. We got to break because we got to play this game <laughs> and then we got to be the Papa Shot game. We'll do a pop quiz. Cap, real quick, in 10 seconds, explain it. Just be listening at 6.40. If you are the person who answers question number five, you win the $369 Laker Papa Shot. How about that? And it, it's a pop quiz through, uh, of what we've said or done on today's show. All right, we are back in three minutes. We're going to play our, our game, Big Deal or No Deal, next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Well, this one's a pretty cool story that I think is coming out that UCLA has added two HBCUs to their football schedule that are going to start in 2022 and 2023, Alabama State and North Carolina Central. They're also going to be bringing their bands along with them. So the bands from these two places, uh, from Alabama State's the Mighty Marching Hornets and from North Carolina Central's the Sound Machine Marching Band will get to perform on the Rose Bowl um, field at the same time. So I think that's very cool. So LZ, is this a big deal or no deal? This is, is there a third option? Like humongous, gigantor deal? Yeah, really? You can make it that way. Well, I will for this one because this isn't about wins or losses. This is about reparations. This is about trying to make things right. And the amount of money that HBCU schools can get from playing these tiered schools is incredible in terms of what they're used to receiving for their budgets. So I applaud UCLA uh, for doing this um, because it goes a long way in terms of, of helping these universities that were there before the country is ready for us to be in these spaces. Let me, um, let me jump in and say also humongous deal, but I'm gonna look at it from a, a football perspective which is if you're one of these HBCUs and you're trying to recruit top-level athletes and you can say to them, hey, when you come here, you are going to get a shot at the quote-unquote big time of college football. You are going to play in giant stadiums. You are going to play on TV. You're going to play against schools that everybody knows. We talked about this just the other day. You know, Is Deion Sanders going to make an impact for HBCUs? And I know we looked at it a little bit differently, but from a pure football perspective, you can then go to a top-level player and say, you're going to play against the big time. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think you guys both nailed it. Like, I really can't add anything else. Um, it, it, it is a fantastic deal all the way around. And congrats to Martin Jarman, the athletic director, our pal uh, at UCLA, for getting it done. What's next, Craig? Did you call him Craig? No, I said Greg. Oh, because, you know, we were talking about Craig's versus no. Greg's. It kind of sounded Craigy. <laughs> I was waiting for Laura to play her bite. But anyway, uh, MLB has announced that June 2nd will now and forever be Lou Gehrig Day. So, George, is this a big deal or no deal? Big deal as well, for sure. Look, I, I haven't had anyone dealing with ALS uh, personally, like in my family or friends, circle of friends. But I have a couple of friends who have had to deal with that in their family, including one friend whose mother uh, recently uh, is dealing with ALS, and it's just a really challenging thing to to watch as someone literally's body is you know fighting against itself um, and regresses in a way that is really I feel just just really tough to swallow, man. So we don't know enough about this stuff. I do anything that brings more attention to ALS because I do feel like it, we've proven right during COVID that if we put our minds and money to stuff that we can fix things quick, perhaps. Um, and I wish, uh, you know, that we could do that with ALS, and I'm glad that baseball decided to do that. So um, you guys know the name Steve Fisher. He was the national championship coach at Michigan and then yep. built yep. the San Diego State basketball program, was Kawhi's coach in college, right? His son, Mark Fisher, and I'm going to send a shout-out and a whole bunch of love to the Fisher family, he has been dealing with ALS. And, guys, let me tell you something. He's a young guy. He had just gotten married. They had just had a kid. And he went from being a young, healthy guy to living in a wheelchair and can't barely talk. Can, 
I, I see him, you know, I touch his hands, um, but, the, you know, he can't shake hands. ALS has ravaged his body, and he's such a young guy, and it's so utterly sad. So when Major League Baseball says Lou Gehrig Day, that will bring a lot of attention to ALS, and, and to me, this is also a big deal. It is absolutely a big deal because it's another reminder of the power that these leagues have. You know, it's it's not simply just about, you know, social justice issues. They can lend their platform and their resources to a whole lot of things that can help make this world a better place. And so I'm glad that we have Roberto Clemente Day. I'm glad we have Jackie Robinson Day, obviously. And I'm glad that we have, you know, Lou Gehrig's Day because it extends it beyond simply racial identity and it goes beyond just healthy individuals. Sports has that power, and I'm glad to see leagues like baseball use that power to help make things better for all of us. Amen. Greg, what's next? All right, so the last one will be yesterday, and we'll kind of lighten it up a little bit. Yesterday I saw that World War Z. That wasn't a downer. What the hell? That was a pick-me-up. It's actually very inspirational. That's right. No, it is very inspirational. You're right. What the hell is wrong with you, Craig? Come on, Craig. LZ had me saying amen. All right, and so I saw yesterday that World War Z was trending, and I found out that it was because Nostradamus predicted that in, that 2021 will be the year of the zombie. Scott, <laughs> is this a big deal or no deal? This is no deal. No deal whatsoever here. No deal. I mean, every time somebody wants to make a prediction about something, they Nostradamus it. Like, ooh, yeah. Nostradamus. Let me tell you something. It's Nostradamus, man. He must have written down a lot of stuff. He must have, like, written down every thought he ever had. In the year 2021, there will be something called zombies, and they will attack the world. I'm Nostradamus. Listen to me. No deal. Uh, you know what's funny is that I, I, I agree with you. Nostradamus must have been on some peyote or whatever the equivalent was back then to write all this stuff. Um, and, and surely it is coincidental that he got some of it right because, it, you know, and again, it, the interpretations are also somewhat loose. But anytime I'm flipping over like, you know, Discovery Channel or History Channel and a Nostradamus show comes on, Gotta I'm watch. glued to it. Can't Even watch. as stupid as I think it is yep. sometimes, I'm Can't glued to it every time. It's a huge deal. <laughs> huge deal. <laughs> Do I, need to re- do I need to remind you people that it was freezing at the Gulf of Mexico? Do I need to remind you? Do I need to remind you that the greatest quarterback in college football history, according to whoever we were talking about yesterday, is Baker Mayfield saw a UFO? Mm-hmm. That happened. Do I need to remind you? Do I need to remind you that we're in the midst? Of like a century, once in a century or so, you know, pandemic. Almost out. Crazy ish is going on. (laughs) It's crazy out there in these streets. (laughs) So what I'm saying is, listen, if you out there at the in and out and the cashier look a little too cockeyed for your, you know, your taste, that could be a zombie. Get out. (laughs) Get out. Run. 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 Because all kinds of craziness has been happening in the last 13 or 14 months. Yeah, why true. not zombies? Yeah. At this point, why stop? Yeah, exactly. Why stop? Yeah. Um, were you into the zombie show? What was that zombie show on? What was the name of that show? The Walking I, Dead. And it was Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. The first, like, were five you into seasons. that show? The Walking Dead was great. I also really love some of the newer zombie movies. Not mm-hmm. the older ones, but I do right. like the, the newer ones. Yeah, because Walking Dead to me, I couldn't get into it because all I could think of was the one guy going, Carl, Carl. 
And it's just like, all right, enough. I just had it. It wasn't for me. wasn't wasn't my thing. I mean, that show wasn't about zombies, though. That was about people. Right. That was about humanity. it was about people. Exactly. Yeah. It was about what happens to us when the pressure really comes. Yeah, like Lost. And, like Lost. <laughs> I like Lost. And, <laughs> and, and, I didn't and, care for and, Lost either. And and I was saddened by the result. Yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't saddened by the result. I was saddened by, that the show wasn't wrong. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. For sure. All right. That is a big deal, no deal. What are we doing next, Kaplan? Coming up. Let's do this, everybody. Hit the phones right now. Uh, Let's do this, okay? Let's give away this Papa shot. And for those of you that aren't going to win, because there's only going to be one winner, you can visit papashop.net. But here it goes. It's the pop quiz. We're going to ask you five questions. And the last person standing to answer question number five about things that took place on today's broadcast you're the winner of the $369 Lakers Papa Shot. Let's do this, George Sedano. All right, let's do it. We're coming back in two minutes. Or actually, Laura, it's less than that, right? It's like a minute and something? Correct. Okay, so it's like a minute, 15 seconds. We're going to get people lined up right now. Try to win this Papa Shot. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. You heard the deal with Cap. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Sedano, LZ, and Cap. Oh, we're good now. Sedano, LZ, and Cap, 710 ESPN. It is time to give away the Papa Shot. Cap, give the people the rules as we get people on the phone at 877-710-ESPN. All right, listen up, everybody. This is real simple. If you have been with us since 3.55 in the afternoon and you've been sitting by your radio or in your car or using an app, you've been taking notes. For those of you that have just gotten with us and you say, I don't know what happened earlier in the show. Don't worry about it because there's no way anybody's going to run the table. The last person standing who answers question number five. Somebody could answer one through four and do all the heavy lifting. Whoever's standing there at five, you're the winner of the Papa shot. All right. So our boy Frankie in Fullerton, Mr. Al Gore, who was so confident yesterday through three questions. and So then, confident. Man, on number four. What it do? Yo, What's yo, up, yo. baby? No, no, no. What it did because it didn't do. <laughs> It did. <laughs> it's going down right now. Let's go. All right. Okay. Well, now, Frankie, have you been listening the whole show? All day. All day. You've been okay. taking notes? I've been taking, I got four pages right here of notes. That's my I man love right it. there. I love it. All right. So question one. What is the delicious food that LZ compared Blake Griffin to? Bacon. Okay. Boom. Bacon. That's one. That's excellent. That's an excellent job right there. LZ. In- Overrated, underrated, properly rated. What did Cap say about Elvis Presley? Looking through my notes. He really has notes. Yeah, I heard that. Notes. Four pages. You got overrated. notes. You got wow. Notes. He got and it. You, and you still thought that Jimmy Carter was the answer to that question? Are you taking notes? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frankie, listen, let's get let's get this done. Here we go. What former Dodger player did we have on 
at the top of the 5 p.m. hour to discuss spring training and the Dodgers. Yo, he is literally going through pages. Uh, I'm looking and looking through my notes. What former Jerry Dodger Harrison. player? Yeah, go. Jerry Harrison is right. That is correct. All right, back to me. What documentary did I find myself both laughing and crying at the same time? TNT documentary. That is correct. That is four. Uh-oh. Here right. it is, LZ. You Number get the last five. One. We won't forget Al Gore, but I'm going to look at you differently if you get this one right. Mm-hmm. All Who? right. Did our boy Ariel Hawaii scold the entire city of Los Angeles for giving up on? Julius Randle. Wow, you won! <laughs> One shot. I love it. Congratulations, oh, I ran the table, Scott. I ran the table, Scott. You know what, man? It's, it's impressive, but, but let me just tell you something. This is how you win because you're there at 355, you take good, solid notes. You've been listening to the show now for two hours and 57, 56 minutes, and you've got great notes. You listen carefully. This was an outstanding job by you, Frankie. Outrageous. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Can I give a big shout-out to my uh, friend Vanessa who's leaving out of town? You already did. No, you asked her permission, well, you already did. You. <laughs> go ahead. Why, why is she leaving town? What did you do to her? She got a job. She got a job. She got a job. Okay. But it's all good. Good. All We're right. moving on up, baby. Moving on up. I love it. Nice. You, I love just, it. you just switched the pronoun to her to we. Yeah. What, what, what's up with that, bro? Are you moving too? Hey, we're, we're all in this together. We're one big team. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, all right. All right. <laughs> all right, Frankie. Okay. We're going to put you on hold, man. Congrats again. Yeah, and hey, dude, when your Thank friends you, come Frank. over and they're jealous that you got that Lakers pop a shot, you tell them pop a shot. Dot net for more information. P. Wait, wait, Papa Shop. Is it shop? It's shop with a P. Yeah, you know, George, for the last two days we may have been saying that and now we're being told that it's shot and it actually makes a lot more sense and sounds a whole lot better because why yeah, would you I, have a product called a Papa Shot and then have a website called a Papa Shop? I, I, I would think so too, but, you know, uh, I'm going to blame you, uh, journalist Gregory Bergman, because that's what's written here. Yeah, Pop a Shot dot net. Papa Shot with a T. P O P A S H O T. Papa Shot dot net. Correct. There you go. Another satisfied customer. There you go. That's impressive, Frankie. Four pages of notes work. is very good. That's Yo, how it's done, people. Yeah. That's how it's done, people. This this show takes work. <laughs> All right? You got to dig in. But if you dig in, you'll be rewarded. Trust. Yeah. Uh, I just got a, uh, <laughs> a text because I'm always telling you about the double discount weekends at my grocery store. Um, you can go to Vons, Pavilions, or Albertsons. They give you a little double discount weekend. I'm just letting you know. If you're looking for some vino this weekend, a little double discount weekend. I found myself a nice little Barolo for $9.99, and then you double the discount. Man, it's like 5 bucks or something like that. It's crazy, and it's good. They got any Black Girls Magic? I don't know. I'm going to check it next I'm going to go when I go tomorrow. I'm going to look for Black Girls Magic. Yeah, I'm going to look after your recommendation. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking for that. Yeah. I'm so what, what, is on, what is on tap tonight, LZ? Are you, since clearly none of us are unplugging on National Unplugging Day. What is on tap here? Well, my friends... There is a fantastic French country restaurant in the uh, city of Palm Springs that I love. Mm -hmm. And we have reservations for it. They're very hard to come by. Very, very hard. And we got these reservations. So I'm going to be French bougie. You know, like James Baldwin and Nina Simone for a little bit. And I'm going to come back, smoke this blunt, finish that coming to America. 
And then hopefully as I'm coming down from the high, I'll come in with WandaVision because I want to make sure I end up because I'm right not place. sure if I'm going to end up if yeah. I do come into America. Yeah. So you you will smoke the blunt. This is post-dinner, not post pre-dinner. Dinner, not pre-dinner. Yeah, yeah. It's a nightcap. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any edibles calories. before dinner or anything? I'm sorry? Edibles oh, it does, before it dinner? It does save calories, though. You are 100% no, right. No, no, no. No, no, no. I want to fully experience the cuisine because this restaurant is absolutely amazing. It's called Farm. Um, and I'm comfortable saying this because you've got to have reservations to get in so no one can quickly come in out the, out the back end. And it's fantastic. If you're ever in Palm Springs, this place farm is amazing. All so right. you go with a little Bordeaux wine there? Like, how does that work? Are you, have you I, you know, I don't know out? because every weekend they have a prefix. Mm. And, you know, I haven't bothered really taking a look oh, at I what see. the options are. So no, I don't know care. what I'm going to go to compliment it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just know that my outfit's cute. <laughs> oh uh, man scott what about i don't you? have a cute outfit man i i am i've given up on clothes just by the way and i've, I've also figured this out <laughs> yeah. that the what reason you i'm giving up on clothes are well you, I mean, are you like are you a nudist yeah. now? no 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 not a nudist it's just no. that you know now i just pretty much only wear like sweats and t-shirts yeah. and i've realized now that's why i'm getting so fat is because instead of having like pants that i got a button and tuck a shirt in, put on a belt, whatever, like something that would make me feel like, gosh, I got to lose a couple. I'm so comfortable in my sweatpants with the tie and the elastic waist. That's why I'm getting so fat. It's the, it's the fault of the pants. Mm. That is what, so not a cute outfit sneakers. I've, I've given up on shoes. I only wear sneakers now. COVID has taken my, my wardrobe and is just, just decimated it. I'm into sweats, t-shirts, and sneakers, but you know, LZ, I got a very hot date tonight. You'll, I want you Ooh. to know. Who, who is it with? This is a very hot date. You, you don't get these opportunities very often at this at this stage right now. Me and my 18 year old daughter Jillian, one on one daddy daughter date. I don't know wow. if you still call it daddy daughter when your your daughter is now an 18 year old young woman. Yeah. But I'm so looking forward to this. I'm going to have my Bill Walton moment tonight, where I tell my daughter. This is the greatest dinner of my life. This is the greatest night of my life. It's the greatest day of my life because I'm with you one-on-one. So that's what I got going on tonight. And then I'm going to come home, and I'm going to do the exact same thing, LZ. I'm going to get really, really baked out of my face, and then I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to watch Coming to America. Bro, whatever your limit is normally, double it. Because I'm going to need it? <laughs> you need it. You go, you go, you go. I, I don't want to spoil the movie for the listeners, but at this point, I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. So. Yes, I am. It's, yeah, by the way, Laura Laura had something about your pants. What was that, Laura? I said, don't blame the pants. It ain't the pants' fault that you're gaining weight. No, it's my fault. But, I, it you is, know, Laura, look, I got to figure something else out to blame. You know, and again, I, I just. If, I man. understand. I understand. I understand. George, I did the same thing. In the middle of the pandemic, when I gained 15 pounds just right out the gun, I told Steve to stop drying our clothes so much because they're obviously are shrinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's great. So, LZ is going to go wait, wait, to wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. What is Sedano doing? That's what uh, I want to ask. Pizza yes. Friday at the Sedano house. So, the kids are almost ready for me to, uh, to do a little pizza. We ordered some pizza. For them, you know, they like plain stuff. So, like, we just get them, like, you know, cheese pizza. And then my wife and I 
uh, we did we do two small pizzas, like little medium pizzas. We do like a uh, a pizza bianca with uh, a little white uh, olive oil uh, garlic sauce uh, on it. Uh, all Sounds three different boozy? cheeses. Boozy yeah. as hell. And then uh, and then we do a meat lovers pizza, which has your favorite as the little prosciutto on it. So oh, you ooh, oh, you're not boozy. You're very wise. You're not yeah. very wise. You do a so, gluten free crust. All of a sudden, I'm into gluten free. I'm no, not as full no, dude, anymore. Give me all the gluten. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, once you decide to use real cheese, why are you messing around with gluten? I don't right. know. I just I'm, I get very bloated. You know what I'm saying? I get so full. I get so bloated. I'm disgusting. Is this about the pants again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to listen to Laura. Stop blaming the pants. I, know, I had to stop blaming my clothes, so you need yeah. to stop blaming yours. Laura, you know? what are you doing this weekend? I'm studying, guys. Lies. <laughs> You're so good. Lies. You're so his, good. What's his name? Oh. <laughs> Like I said, I'm studying. Lies. I didn't tell you what I'm studying, but I'm studying. Yeah. How many hikes are you going to do this weekend? I'm going to try to do one Saturday and one Sunday, so two. Okay. Nice. All right. What kind of mileage are we doing? Well, the ones that I go on, they're over five miles, so I'm I'm gunning for eight each. There you go. Ooh. That's impressive. Very impressive. Yeah, I don't do eight. I mean, once in a blue moon I do, but I usually stick it to like four Park. or five. Greg, what about you? Real quick before we go. In next three minutes, I'm going to go watch WandaVision, watch um, Coming to America. Uh, but then I'm going to listen to LZ, and tomorrow I'm going to get outside. Yay. There you go, outside. There go you go. Watch when the, was the game on your phone or something. When was the last time you go. left your apartment? When was the last time you've actually gone outside and been in the sun? I mean, does it count when you walk from your apartment to the car to pick up your daughter? No. No. No, no. Like, then, actually no, outside. Then it's... Oof, jeez. Yeah. Uh, oh, I went on a walk yesterday, actually. Hey, oh, I went on a walk nice. yesterday. So there you go. The I could tell it was very memorable. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> All right, we're <laughs> done here. Nice. It was a good walk. LZ, excellent work as always. You too, brother. Uh, Cap, excellent work as always. Hey, just so much love to our entire squad and all the 710 listeners. Have a great weekend. Be safe, oh. be healthy, and we'll see you on Monday. Yeah, for sure. By the way, thank you so much. Uh, to our guest today, Jerry Hairston Jr., who's always fantastic from Sportsnet LA, and our pal Ariel Hawani of ESPN, the best of the business at covering MMA, uh, and him coming out here doing wrestling promos about the NBA and the NFL because he's a crazy person. We love him for it. Uh, thanks to Greg and Laura. Excellent job, as always, from you guys as well. Coming up next, Travis and Sliwa, the best night show in the business, coming up. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. See ya.